Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Time now for The Drive with Mark Ennis. Presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive. I'm your host, Dave Skull, filling in for Mark Ennis. And Jeff Lightsey filling in for me. Yes, is that sir. how that works? I guess. I guess it's just, we swapped seats. Swapped you just yeah. all kind of. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, I, I appreciate you we coming in as always. Yeah, absolutely, man. Appreciate I'm it. the only constant here. That's right. Spencer, <laughs> it's like Spencer's over there going, it's his show. <laughs> Little do we know. Little do we know. It's, it is my show next time when we do something gas bag. If you right. guys want to. I know Jeff, he's he's done it already once. Oh, Jeff, you're ready. Okay. I have, yeah. Not good, but I'm ready. But you're ready. <laughs> but I'm ready. ready. That's all that matters. Ready. Your categories are coming. <laughs> I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel it. Yeah, unless there's like a, a, a Urban Dictionary category. It's about all I got for you. <laughs> I, I was going to make a joke, but there's some people who yeah. take it the wrong way. What a Louisville slang category. Let me, yeah, I got you. Butter, own butt, all of that. Yeah, I got, all of the Louisville slang. Yeah, I got you, man. What? What is. Yeah, I got you. So, before. Before the break, Damien had talked about the, you know, the people that jumped down his throat. I guess when when he was <laughs> when he was pointing out red flags the first year. And look, I, I will say that when I voiced concerns during the first year, a lot of people would be quick to, you got to give him time, and they, yes. they would, and you don't know ball, and I'm like, all right, well, I know ball a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know this ain't ball, but for the most part, I didn't. It didn't bother me because. Like even me, who was my my concerns were on record. I said you can't fire him right now. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I think I don't think he's the guy. Like you got to give him runway and let him do it. You know, it's it's just it's it's too early. Like it's it's it could cause more problems than it's going to solve if you if you if you fire him after a year. Um, and I accepted that. And you and you and you move on and you, and you look for year two. Look, I, I don't know if you're going to get a lot of people apologizing to you about. About about yeah, not, not respecting your concern. I don't know. Like whatever. It's I, I'm, not I'm, happening. <laughs> it's not I, gonna happen. I'm just ready to move on. Yeah. Like, no, even yeah. even just, if even if people were were very uh, polarized about this early on, and and I know I got it from both sides. Just mm. to, <laughs> I had tell I had people telling me I was too easy on them, and people telling me I was too hard on them. So I was just I figured, all right, I'm probably right about where I need to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's all that matters. And as long as you're Standing in your conviction, whatever it is, yeah. it's like, hey, you know, this is what I thought. I, I swung and I missed, right? I just like I thought Kenny would work. I swung and I missed, and I even after four and twenty eight, I, you know, I obviously have my concerns, but I'm like, yo, I think this can get better, and I still want it, you know, between seventeen and twenty wins. Obviously, not going to get anywhere close to that. Yeah. And then I thought about you know, just like because year one, it set the foundation. Like, okay, I can't expect. 22 wins in year two like I no, would have any other coach to pour the but, <laughs> but I can expect 17 <laughs> to 20 wins right yeah. well, I might not even get that in two years combined so that's right. why it's like okay that's no, that's why it's time yeah. to move on so that's like hey you know as long as you stand in it and whatever side you're on it's okay because guess what if you're a fan you're gonna root for the next guy yeah and hopefully he's he's the guy he's the guy that works and that and that's at the end of the day if we're all fans that's just just passionate. Fan is short for fanatic. Right. Everybody's passionate, whatever stance they took. And that's why it hurts. And that's why losing stinks. Because everybody hurts in different ways. I mean, yeah. you hurt in different ways. And so whether it's, you know, lashing out at people, saying bad things about people when you shouldn't or whatever, 
You're just lashing out because it's like, man, the losing stinks. So, like, at the end of the day, it's all circled around the losing. And hopefully with, with less losing comes less lashing out and less outbursts from yeah. people. And they're, they're, look, last year was unprecedented. Yes. So people didn't really know how to react to it. So I think to foreign, like during the year, I would say, look, I don't think you're going to fire a guy after one, year one, but mm-hmm. I mean, wait till we go. I said five and 27, and it wasn't even, <laughs> it was four and 28. And I say, and then like, let the reality yeah. sink in and see how people feel after that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unprecedented. Like, usually you would say, no, that like first year firings are, out of the question like that's normally it's like an it, nfl thing yeah that's what they do in the pro right like one year guy whatever. like you gotta you gotta let a man do his thing but it was so lost and it was it was so devoid of hope you know in, in a direction that yes. i understood why people were like but and, and what like really yeah because like, like, it was like, an outlier you in know that what space. i mean like it, you know it, it, because really think about this dave this is how outlier these yeah. this tenure has been born 28 was just like it's like it's like going into an English class and everybody's speaking Chinese. Like it's like no, yeah. like I'm in, I'm like in the Matrix or something. It like what is going on? Like that, and yeah. it, 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 but it was so bad that really eight and seventeen is like the bottom of the barrel. That's yeah. like the worst it's supposed to be. But because we had last year, like it's like you're kind of numb to it because yeah. eight and seventeen isn't acceptable. And you're still and before when we were just eight and sixteen, you still have people saying, "Oh, you gotta give me year three. But that's how bad year one was. Yeah. Because and it took for the twenty two point loss to the to the other team that's the worst team in the conference for us to be like, okay, it us collectively to be like, okay, distorted this people's is, view yeah, of reality. The this last ain't it. Because like, yeah. <laughs> eight wins in any other year, if you take away last year, if you have eight wins at the end of February. People will be because you're going to have eight wins going into March, essentially. Yeah, we also like, people would be losing their minds, but yeah. because oh, we yeah. had last year, you're kind of like numb to it a little bit. And that's where you can't be. You can't yeah. live in that. Place. And that's why we have to yeah. move on. We're also on track to be last place in the ACC for two years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. That's not acceptable. At all. No, you cannot once again going to be left out of the ACC SEC challenge well, next year. Next, year, I don't think so because the three newcomer schools. Oh God, you're right. Thank you for calling me out on that. Yeah, I, so. yeah. I had this discussion with Ethan once. I was like. I think we'll make it just because I feel like the first year, like, Stanford, Cal, you guys just sit out of it because of the West Coast travel yeah. and whatnot. But, and you could play next year. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make Louisville sit out two years in a row. That'd be awful. And not with know, a new we'll coach. See. Especially if the new coach is a guy that it, it will, because we're all assuming there's going to be a new coach. And if the guy is a household name. If it is the Nate Oates, if it is the Scott Drew, if it is a Muscleman, like they're not going to leave those guys no. out of the ACC SEC challenge. Nate Oates and Musselman because they're coming from the SEC. Yeah. And then if it's a, like a Scott Drew or something because he's a national champion coach. And if you get those guys, you know the roster's going to be. You know you're going to yeah. pull either a couple of guys from the current team, a couple of the current signees, something. The yeah. roster's going to look drastically different than it currently does. And that will be enough for ESPN or whoever hosts the ACC challenge to say, yeah, we need Louisville back in this game yeah for sure especially since they have an excuse to leave the other teams out the newcomers (laughs) uh but yeah i I think that the fact it was unprecedented made a lot of people recoil and there's look there's a lot of passionate people about kenny Payne, you know so they would recoil when you 10 games in you're saying do this ain't the guy you got to give him time and normally that would be a logical absolutely line of thinking because it was such an unprecedented level of failure (laughs) That we're looking at going, you can't fire a guy in, in year one. And like the, but the response was really strong, like to kick back against red flags or, or whatever. It's like, look, it's, it was polarized. I don't, I don't blame anybody for whatever way they've, they've dealt with the last two years. I just don't, I mean, you don't have Mm-mm. to, you don't have to forgive people if you want to stay in it, fine. But like, I'm just, I'm ready to move on. Absolutely. I, I, I don't want to hold grudges. I really don't. No, like, and no I, and I realized there was a lot of people that, that were saying a lot of things on both sides. And a lot of people telling people they didn't know ball or they were there, you know, telling <laughs> them crazy. And there was people on the other side saying things. And it's just like, I I was over here trying to be just true to what I believed about Kitty Payne, whether it was mostly negative. <laughs> I mean, I'll be out there a whole lot to say the last few years while trying to give him the proper opportunity to do his job, the opportunity. Is that what that I is? I like that. I like that. Can hey, we can we die, can we can, opportunity. can we pick that up? Ooh, I like that. I, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. The opportunity. There I'm, you go. I'm picking up what you're putting Kinda down. Like fanalist. I, I, it's I, like I, the post simpleable with the how about your mother and Barney. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, uh, another thing, just on the Kenny, really quick. 
Kenny also came into this job very polarized, right? Sure. You're an alum, for champion, national champion, first-round pick, black coach. You know, all of yeah. these things were also in the mix, too. So you have certain demographics of the fan base that because of those different mixtures were like, we have to give them more time. Yeah. And even in some of those people were looking through their either cardinal colored glasses, oh, he's an alum, or their, you know, their relationship, like their race colored glasses. Yeah. Like, hey, he's one of us, right? We got to give him more time because, one, we've never seen this before. And I don't know when's the next time we'll see it again. If he fa- flames out the way, he does. Yeah. I mean, just, just throwing it out there. We're looking at a, a black man at this position, and he's failing as miserably. Like, it, it was so bad that you almost didn't want to believe it. It's like, yo, you don't want to believe he's this bad yeah. because I'm scared that another person, whether it's right or wrong, that looks like him won't get this opportunity because he's so bad. Yeah. And that was that's a real thing. And and it's like that's also why you had certain you know, sections of the fan base going so hard, even though they probably shouldn't have, is because of that because of that reason alone. But it's understandable. Yeah. I mean it's it's it you become passionate about it for a reason. Yeah. There's a history with Absolutely. with, with uh, limited opportunities for black coaches. So obviously it's going to be, even if he's failing at a historical level, you're going to have certain feelings about it. Yes. Just make sure he gets his proper opportunity at this place, proper opportunity. We're going to make he's, sure he's got it. And he's gotten it. Nobody can argue against it at this point. He has had plenty of chances to fix this. Um and he's failed at every turn. The one thing I was listening to Ethan Moore on Diener this morning, he pointed out we have more 20-point losses under Kenny Payne than we have wins. Yeah. It's 13 20-point losses, yeah. 12 wins. I heard that stat, and that's – you say 13 20-point losses and 12 wins? Yep. See, I thought it was more than 20-point yeah. losses than that. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I think – What stat is that? I think no, there it, are it's like 30 double-digit losses. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah so, so there's a bunch of 18s in there and 17s, you know, like that was 20 at first, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when, you know, all the walk-ons are in, it gets cut to 18 at the final score. Or it's like no, 27 right. at one you're point, right. and then it finished at 17. So you last remembered it being at 25, or last remembered it being at 22. And yeah, it finished at 18, 19. Or- yeah, like Chad Nugent, I don't even know what the score was at the end. Uh-huh. I know we were down 20 points at home at one point. Exactly. So it was like, yeah, and a lot of those finished with like, oh, a night. We lost by 19 points. Well, okay. Only still. 19, <laughs> yes. The, a lot of those those games just are a blur at the finish, and I just asked, did we cover? You know, that's all that is <laughs> at that point. 81-50-93-9 is the phone number. 38-31-93-9 is UPS Jobs text line. We have a ton of text. I'm going to try to parse through real quick. Uh, does anyone think Billy Donovan is a realistic candidate? I don't. I look at Billy Donovan as the NBA coach now. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't, you're too far removed. I don't know if he loves the Amen. grind of the college game, and he didn't then. Mm-mm. And it's way worse now. And it's so much worse way and more worse. involved and hands-on now. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the coaches that are 10 years removed. I mean, he's 10 years removed from the college game. And like you said, he didn't like what it was 10 yeah. years ago. But now it's way worse 10 years later. So, no, I don't think he's really Yeah, that's the thing. I know – I think, Dave, we were on earlier this week. We were like, yeah, Kenny was gone for just two years. And it was the most transformative two years possible. Yeah, yeah. being gone for 10. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. That's why okay, – I think Donovan, if he wanted to, like, ingrate himself in the college lifestyle again, he would do great. I don't think he wants to do that, though, obviously, like we said. And well, yeah, he's an NBA coach now. He'll probably get another opportunity as an assistant because I think he's going to let go by the Bulls this year. Yeah, either yeah. assistant or move up to somebody's front office. Like he, there's multiple opportunities, and and you see, I mean, we're seeing it like crazy in college football. But I'm sure we'll start to see it more, guys. That if you have that chance to jump to the pros, yeah, you do it because college, there's no set schedule in college anymore. Like there used to be dead periods, and there used to be. You know, lack of, you know, guys would have to stay. And if you transferred, you had to sit out. And all, all that stuff's gone now. You can transfer multiple times, not have to sit out. There's really no dead period. Not only do you have to recruit the transfer portal, recruit high school players, JUCO players, you got to recruit your own roster. Yeah. There's NIL involved. Some schools have treasure chest NIL. Some guys have, you're trying to rub two pennies together for right. NIL. Like it's, it's just crazy. And so that way, that's why you see all of these specifically in football, all these college coaches that if they have an opportunity to jump to the league, they're doing it because yeah. it's a lot more set schedule and everybody's playing with a salary cap. Everybody's there's a situation. free agency period. Yeah, you know, there's contracts. Mm-hmm. You know, all those all of those things come into play, and yes. that's why contracts will be a thing in college basketball. Oh, it's coming short, and there it's already coming. are contracts on the NIL level. But 
once the, this this collective bargaining happens, it's going to happen in the next five years, and schools become involved, you know, in paying directly at some point, uh, at least to a degree, or at least organizing the NIL directly. Absolutely, contracts will become a thing. Two year contracts, and it won't necessarily be four year, but you no, know, but like two year deals. Or, um, or one and one, some one guy, and one, like the certain, like certain the talents, yeah, certain yeah, talents have will have one and one. Yep, absolutely. Like that, you were going to see another uh, revolution in the way these these athletes are paid. Um, but Kenny Dillingham had that quote earlier this year. You know, it's a hard job. Yeah. Talks is so quit. You know, and I, I loved it. You know, I did I was, too. He said, "I got coffee for nine that's years." That's right. He's I like, loved it. <laughs> I appreciate it because it spoke to everything like the rest of us think all the time. Not to say that college coaching is not an incredibly hard job. It is. It's a very hard job to be good at, but people don't want to hear that when they have their own hard jobs. You know that are and that, you get paid and you get six paid, million. Exactly, for yours. you get paid three, four, six, eight million dollars for your job. They're like Mark likes to say, that's what the money's for, man. Yeah. Like that's that's it. Like I don't really. Nobody wants to hear you complain, and for the most part, a lot of these coaches haven't complained. They've just, oh, they just left. Dipped. Yeah, they, they just dipped. dipped. That's what you should do because, like I said, when they did, I said, look, there, there's never going to be. A shortage of people willing to do that job. Mm-mm. Trust me, there are a lot of people that will sacrifice their time with their family, that sacrifice vacations, whatever they need to do to to be in one of those power five jobs where they're making four or five million dollars a year. There's always somebody behind mm-hmm. you, so step out of the way. And the guys that that aren't doing themselves any favors are the ones that aren't stepping out of the way, but are just bitching about it, yeah. like Dabo. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> so like, no, he's a perfect example. Like, yeah, yeah, because he's seen. And here's the thing, like. All the other guys that are like just super accomplished, and we see it, we saw the mass exodus in college basketball. They just all retired. One, they were all kind of old anyway, like the Roy Williams, Coach K. Yeah, Bayham kind of got pushed out the door. But yeah. like they were all like older and well accomplished, and they watched. And I think this is what's happening in Dabo just on a smaller scale. They watched the game change. Now they saw changes previously, like the 80s game was different than the 90s game, was different than the 2000s, 2010. Yeah. But then they actually watched. Not just the game change, but the the playground change. Like, oh, okay, it's one thing, but we still play basketball. It's like, okay, now we're playing basketball, but there's, like, money involved in the front. And my guy, you know, we I used to deal with four-year players. Then we introduced the one and done. But now we're doing the we one Then we had the, the, the done and one. Yeah. Like, at the grad transfer rule. Yeah. And then it went into the transfer portal. And it's yeah. like, whoa. Like, so they're just watching all of this change. Like, yo, I'm out. I mean, I got yeah. my championships. I got my 30 years of coaching. I'm out. With Dabo, he watched it happen or is watching it happen like in an instant because he was the king of the castle five short years ago, yeah. six short years ago when before all right before all of this stuff happened. It's like he wins the championship. And then the portal becomes a thing, like the yeah. next year. Or it just became a thing the year before. And he's like, well, I still want to stick to my guns. But everybody else is adjusting to what the new age college football is, the new age college sports is. And he's just the old man, get out of my grass type of guy. Like, I'm still going to play my freshman and develop my guys, which is cool. But you're going to deal with the long-term growth pains of doing that and losing to teams like Duke. You know, during the regular season, yeah. he going nine and three and eight and four, as opposed to you know twelve and zero and fifteen and zero. So yeah, I don't think Clemson falls off a cliff, but no, it's going to be they recruit too well, right? But it's going to be close to falling off a cliff for them. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to have more eight and fours in the in the near future than ten and twos. And after three yeah. or four eight and fours, Dabble can't save himself. Yeah, it's the standard. It's like we talked about with like Alabama. It's like we, we when Saber retired, we're like they haven't had. A season with less than ten wins since like twenty ten, I think, is yeah. the last time. And they haven't had more than like three losses since like Dab or Saban's first year there. It's been a long time since they've been accustomed to the kind of reality that a lot of other football programs have dealt with. That if Caleb DeBoer is like nine and three this year, it's looked at as a failure just given right. the infrastructure that Saban and I think he'll probably be 10, 11 wins, depending on how the schedule breaks out for them. It, we're still far removed from that. But like if he has a couple years where they're not in the playoffs. The seat is getting hot for Kalen DeBoer there. I will say, in, in DeBoer's case, Alabama fans better not put Nick Saban expectations on him. Because Good one, luck. that'll just never happen again. Yeah. I mean, the way the college football set up now, it's just almost impossible to have a run that he had. To have, you know, uh, a bunch of NFL guys backing up each other. That's just like, that's not happening anymore. Unless yeah. these all these guys are the same year. Like, you're not going to have guys wait around two and three and four years to get their chance to play. When I know I can leave and go to uh, another school next year 
and play right away and be their star. And even though I've never played a game before, I can go to yeah. Kentucky. You know what I mean? I mean and be a star. Positions like quarterback, <laughs> yeah. where there's one guy on the field. Yeah, that like, takes the snaps. There's very not at great schools do they platoon at quarterback. Yeah, you know? no. Damien Harris is not there three or four years in the new age of college That's football. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Right. It, Derrick it, Henry. Or all these other guys. Yeah. You, you don't have like <laughs> multiple Heisman winning running backs in the same backfield. You don't have uh, three or four first round picks at first wide receiver. Yeah, you don't have five first five. round picks at wide receiver. You don't have any like just absurd position groups. You're going to have more talent than everybody else. Like You're going to yeah, be in that top absolutely. group. And George has been unreal. Like I think Kirby Smart right now has it rolling. Yeah, he's like because, because he's going to be the Saban before DeBoer would be. I would. Absolutely. I mean, as of just what I've seen, you know, he yeah. would be the guy that would take that mantle of an historic amount of winning in that conference. If it, and if it can only be one, I'm putting it on Kirby before DeBoer, and that's why it's like. Alabama fans are about to yeah. get a real dose of reality to when it's and like Texas they're going. And Oklahoma are coming in. I mean, that's, that's like, that changes the SEC too, the dynamic. Like and, you go, and if you go to a nine-game schedule, I yeah. mean, that changes it too. Which like they're, it they're means you're talking playing about doing it in two years. Yeah, like it's 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 unreal. Like the the, and obviously there's going to be more opportunities to make the playoff. Like yeah. Bama can go nine and three and still make the playoff. Absolutely, now. and and they will have the inside track in front of a 11 and 1 ACC team. You know, Do you see where they're already talking about expanding the yeah, playoff? Yeah, and we'll get into that. Trust <laughs> me, we're going to get into that because we need to talk about they're just out of pocket already. But it, it's like, it's like, we need four bids for the ACC apparently. Right, we need that. We need four they said, auto bids. Nah, man. We, we see how this is going already. We need to make sure our SEC yeah. schools get in there. Just we're going to pay $7 billion or whatever the rumored number was uh, for it to, to to watch the playoff, to broadcast the playoff, yeah. if ESPN really is going to pay almost $8 billion, that was the rumor. If they can number. find that money. Yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, then yeah, we're going to have these SEC schools in there. We're yeah. going to make sure we SEC get two more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, uh, like, think about it this way. Ja'Cory Brooks led Alabama in receiving touchdowns two years ago for his injuries. Was there a, a universe five or six years ago where that guy transfers to Louisville? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got nil we've got an opportunity for him to be a, a featured receiver yes and what's hope like gonna be more happy. of a pass happy mm. offense next year with jeff um he sees the the vision you don't have to go to alabama or georgia or texas to be a uh you know elite draft pick you don't have to sit and bide your time like there's there's a hundred schools you can go to and be a, a star you know, there's 60, 65 power four schools that you can go to to be a star. Like, this is – and you can get paid while doing it. And boom. There, you know, it matters, that's, too. Yep. That's, and, and you can go – you can afford to go look for a better fit. And if you look around, you say, well, Saban's not here anymore. And Kalen DeBoer's got a good track record, but it's still – it's an unknown. Yeah. I'd rather go cast my lot somewhere else with Jeff Brom, who I, I – like I, I like what he's selling me, and they've got a big fat paycheck for me, and let's roll. You yeah. know, and, and you're going to see that a lot more often, like – and this guy brings up a great point. Why hasn't Manning left Texas? I think Arch comes from a football family that's probably telling him you're better off staying right there. He's making a ton of money in NIL, even sitting the bench. And they're just telling him, like, for your career, like, just stay right there. Yeah, his, his case your, is different. You'll get your chance. He's yeah. a unique case. Yeah. You know, he's. A, I mean, he comes from football royalty. And he's a guy, I mean, don't be surprised if he stays all four years. That's yeah. another thing, like, because there's no rush to get to the NFL from it. If he's an NFL guy, like yeah. if he's a legit NFL prospect, there's no rush to get to the NFL for him. And the Mannings have already shown in the past before it was ever cool to do some of this stuff. No, we're going to choose where we want to go. Right. Right. So if, if we sitting after a junior year and he's projected to be a top, whatever, number one pick or whatever, but there's a team we don't like, even if he comes out, he won't play for that team yep. if we don't want him to, or we could, we could run it up another 2 million or whatever, stay a senior year for, for his, uh, career so arch could be legit a four-year guy we saw peyton was a four-year guy we saw eli was a four-year guy yeah. there's no and they were number one overall picks and went to the place they wanted to go so there's no i think arch ends up being a four-year guy that's just my thought and that's why i don't think he minds sitting the bench for another. he's year. playing the long game yeah you know and I, I think that he's got guys in his ear that are telling him look uh, his family yes. in his ear that are telling him don't you don't have to run you don't have to like. You can sit for two years. It's probably better for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have I think to start Eli right did away. That. I think yeah. I'm Marie, Eli. I'm not sure about Payton. Payton may have been thrust into the limelight. Payton to started see. as a freshman, I think, if I remember gotcha. that correctly. Yeah, yeah Payton started pretty early. Yeah, but he stayed all four years. He I think I remember years. there was a. Yeah. 
something I saw a while back that uh, they want to Todd Helton. With I think Todd Helton at one point <laughs> started over Peyton Manning, the baseball so player. Todd Helton was Todd Helton was was his freshman and sophomore year. Todd Helton was a quarterback there. Then was it Heath Schuler was before that. Heath Schuler was before that. Yeah, F- future congressman. <laughs> of course, um, but I think Todd. I think you're right. Todd Helton did start games, but I think Peyton started games as a freshman. I believe I that. Too. Right. I just think like at the start of the year it was Helton, and then Peyton takes over. Yeah. And like Eli, I think rode the bench. Arch, it was weird. He was the third string quarterback this year. And yeah, the other guy was, was a true freshman that mm-hmm. transferred to Duke, whose name is Malik um, Malik Murphy. Thank Murphy, you. Yeah. Yeah. He was a red too. shirt. He was a red shirt gotcha. freshman. And yeah. and like it was cool because once again. I just think play ball when he played. Right? Yeah, and he's he can play, but you see he got a bad yeah. because he understood even if Quinn even Uris if Quinn would have would have left, I think Malik was always going to transfer because at the time you didn't know if, if Quinn was going to declare yeah. or stay, but Malik had his he got his chance, he got good film on tape, and he got a batter there before their bowl game because. You know, he understood who was behind him. The anointed <laughs> like he one. It was only a matter of time yeah. before the anointed one And the over, schedule. Because yeah. I remember Malik, I think, was one of the big ones. But the announcement was, I want to finish this year with my guys. But the I understand. The, yeah, the, mm-hmm. you understand the landscape. He's like, I can't wait till spring ball. I got to get somewhere and get the reps in spring. I get it. Yeah, the portal it sucks. window. I hate it. But. It was. And people were criticizing him, I remember, at the time. But the portal window closed before Texas's playoff game. So he had to transfer. Like, he had to get out of there before. He wanted to be a part on the team during, because, you know, Texas was in the college football playoff. He wanted to be there, but he couldn't because he had to put his name in the transfer portal because the portal window would have closed before the game yeah. actually was played. So he had to choose and find a destination, like you said, before the spring semester started so he could get, get in with his new team. So uh, Timing. That's the, it is what it is at that point. Um Texas says, Jeff, thinking Alabama won't put Nick Saban expectations on DeBoer isn't realistic because the entire SEC has fired good head coaches because they have been chasing Saban for a decade. The whole SEC is delusional expecting Saban like winning because he is a generational great coach. 100% true. Like we say they shouldn't, but they no. will. Oh, yeah, no, I know yeah, they, they will. will. Oh, trust yeah. me, they will. Like, and when you, you've done something for, you know, 15 years, it's kind of hard to reframe your mindset. Yeah. Like I talked about, like, there were people who either were small children when Nick Saban was hired and they've just underwent 15 years of excellence. It's kind of hard to rewire your brain to like nine and three is regular for most teams. Yeah. Like 10 and two is okay. Like, what do you like, mean? It's 10 great. and two is okay. It's great for most teams. <laughs> exactly. And we'll see how the 12 team playoff adjusts, not just expectations, but allows four teams to make up some ground, you know, like they a, can a lose the that, iron bow and still have a good year. Exactly. They yeah. can lose to Auburn. Um, does it give Ryan Day a little bit more flexibility? Not because they'll be okay with him losing to Michigan, but he can make up for it by winning in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not going to help. It's not going to erase these games. Like if you can't beat Michigan, you're gonna you're Absolutely. you're out. Like That's if Sean Moore yeah. beats him again this year, he's probably gone. But if Sean Moore beats him, they're eleven and one, and then he wins the national title. They'll give him a little more. Fire him, you know. Like his problem was, he was losing to Michigan, and then even when they got to the playoff, albeit they played an amazing game against Georgia, I mean, way better than TCU did. Yep. They still lost. They lost. You know what I mean? They still yeah. lost. And then their other, some of their other big time games, they've like they yep. played Oregon to start the year one year. They lost, and yep. you know, obviously they've lost to Michigan three years in a row. So it's kind of like, all right, Ryan, all of these opportunities, prime time in front of everybody, you've kind of come up short. Michigan against Georgia against Oregon. Mizzou. When are we gonna be? <laughs> no one cares. The bowl game. It was like thirteen and nine final in the bowl game. Oh yeah, Mizzou. Missouri. That's yeah, the awesome. Missouri thing. Oh uh, yeah, because well, they literally didn't have anybody on yeah, the exactly. roster anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, we knew Marvin Harris is not gonna play that game. Other Cal McCord had already transferred yeah. out by then. It was yeah. Cal McCord, uh, ACC legend. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Syracuse baby. The frame brown era has begun. <laughs> the Orangemen. We'll see, man. There's so many ACC teams that have taking full advantage of this transfer portal. What was it, eight or nine ACC teams in the top 20 or 25 classes in the yeah. transfer portal? I had forgotten that Florida State got DJU yeah. until I saw like, him doing an interview with Because it, it was a later yeah. commit. Yeah. And also they were waiting on everything Cam going on. Exactly. So they were seeing, and then Cam Ward initially declared for the draft. And now he's back uh, in Miami. Miami. <laughs> he yeah. said Miami, so it's kind of like, oh, okay. But, so they were like holding DJ's commitment yep. Up for hostage until they got a word from Cam, from Ward. Cam Ward. He made a move, and they were like, "Okay, mm-hmm. DJ, you, you can you can go in." It's gonna be funny, like come because I know like the inside the NBA guys do this with like where does he play at kind yeah. of thing. Where it's like it's usually a role player. It's like what teams this role player play for? 
we're gonna do with like college football now. It's like what team is insert transfer here? It's like uh, Miami. I don't know. <laughs> you know what time it is? It's stump the gas bag. Oh man, you ready, Jeff? Now let's go. I'm All right, you know how ready. this works. You know how this works. Eighty-one fifty ninety through nine is the phone number. Go ahead and get in during the commercial break. That makes it easier on our guy Spencer and lets it run a little smoother. I'm Dave Skull. That's Jeff Lisey. This is the drive on ninety three nine The Ville. Get your calls in. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now here's Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. And Jeff Lightsey Jr. Welcome back into The Drive, Spencer. It looks like we have, what, one caller? We got two callers. We got two? Yep. Well, you know what to do, man. Our guys know a lot about sports. Clay Travis is still a dumbass. There is porn on the television here. I love a giant turkey leg. I saw Louisville's offensive line get stoned. I did! We want to level the playing field. Give their brains a real test. Let us play this game for a pipe. How has that baby not made her hotter? And we want you to get involved. Curse my balls. So here's your shot. Can you stump the gas bag? Oh, Spencer's got to answer the phone. We've got a pad, Jeff. <laughs> oh, man. We've got a pad. Looks like we've got a couple of guys on hold. Um, and that'll be the full bank of calls. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for it, too. I'm excited. I'm not, you, I'm not saying I'm going to do How'd you do last well. time? That was uh, pretty garbage. But, I mean, uh, you know, hey, that's what's the redemption season. It's redemption season. Relatively been, garbage. You know, yeah. Like, got maybe one answer right out of. Like they kept choosing me too. There's like I want you. I want you. I was like, oh man, blood in the water. Think I'm a yeah. I think I'm a soup sandwich. I'm pretty garbage (laughs) over here. Like I'm like not too good. I'm like all right, man. Let's go. Why Uh, not? All right. First up today we have Matt, not McGavick. Matt, Uh, how you doing? I hope not. He's busy tanking the baseball team again. You know, Jeff, you're gonna witness something today, (laughs) and that's a beat down for stupid ass biscuit. Oh man, (laughs) bring it on in. I love it. All right. First up, let's go to everyone's favorite sports. Earlier this week, the Brooklyn Nets fired Jock Vaughn as their head coach. This marks the second straight year the Nets have made an in-season coaching change. Who was fired last season? Oh, uh, crap. I, I know this. Hold on. Guess oh, uh, oh, uh. Go ahead. Doc Rivers? It's not Doc. Doc's never been the Nets coach. You'd be surprisingly. Surprisingly, maybe yeah. <laughs> he's been, he's been fired from everyone, and he's been coaching every team except for Brooklyn. I, man, I can't remember. It. You're gonna kill yourself when you hear this. Well, we'll just. Uh, I will because I I know it, and I it's it's I'm blanking on it, but we'll just throw a name out. Yeah. Gasback Tyloo. <laughs> I know it's not right. I it just is. Sort of, that's what out there. I 
You know what? I saw the name. I kind of forgot about this. Steve Nash. Oh, yes. That's yes. Right. Oh, my God. I actually knew that one. I actually knew that one. Steve, Steve, I actually knew that. I was like, oh, yeah, he was coaching last I season. Totally I totally forgot. It was like seven games. They're like, get out of here. Kevin Durant doesn't like so you. Bad. Kyrie doesn't like you. Nobody liked him. And I, gosh, I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah, Man. he almost made a conference finals when uh, Katie's foot was on the line. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Nash did not look at you wanting to be there at all. <laughs> oh. It's like, let's just hire a random guy. That can well, I mean, Kyrie said they could coach themselves. That's he right. Was like, yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah. I mean, anybody could be the coach. Kevin, Kyrie Steve, said, me, whatever. Flat, yeah. So I don't know. If it... <laughs> all right. 20 years ago, this 13-year-old released her debut single, Leave, Get Out. She became the youngest artist to hit number one when this song topped the pop charts. Name her. 13-year-old? Yep. 20 years ago? Yep. Song title, Leave. I feel like I should know this. I feel like you do know this. And you want to sing this song. Matt, I don't know. Matt, do you have any guess here either? <laughs> guess. What was the year? 2004? Dave, go ahead. Miley Cyrus. It's not Miley. Yeah, I can't think of it. That was who I was thinking. That's who I was thinking, but she's not old enough. So she's got to be 33 years old? Yep. Is uh, Miley not 33 yet? I have no clue, but it's not Miley Cyrus. I'll yeah, I, I, I thought she she's was around there. She might be around there. Yeah. I, I would think she's like 28, 27. I don't know, man. I'm going to go 33. <laughs> Guess bag. 33-year-old. You're Googling 33-year-old. <laughs> no, it's not. It's uh, JoJo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to Miley's 31, by the way. Okay, yeah. so yeah, she was right yeah. in between. Yeah, that's uh, I was like, she's Matt right around were, there. Yeah, she's pretty close. I, know, I thought Dave liked JoJo or knew some of those. I, I know who that is, <laughs> yeah. but I never was going to get there. Okay. Yeah, not not in a million either. years. Me neither. No. I know exactly I who it is. I not that at all, yeah. All right, let's go with NBA again. Last night, this NBA player became the third player to record a triple-double against every team he has played. Uh, Gas Go ahead. Uh, it's Jokic. It was Jokic. Yeah. Dave ends this. Because, <laughs> yeah, the tricky one is every team he has played is yeah. how it's worded. I saw that today. I was like, I might stump them with this one. But I was like, yeah, if you saw it, you got it. Yeah. Jokic, thanks for playing, Matt. I think I had a delay. <laughs> hey, stupid ass Matt, right? Is that what it is? I'm just messing with you, buddy. I, I love that Matt calls in and calls me a stupid ass. He's trying to flip that script, man. We've been calling him stupid ass Ennis for years, and now I'm stupid ass Biscuit. Yeah. Aaron it. is up next. Aaron, how's it going, bro? I'm good. How about y'all? Doing good, well. You want to take on Jeff or sure. Biscuit? No, I, I, I'm taking on Jeff. The way he was talking earlier, <laughs> I didn't one out of like 10 right. He's sandbagging, man. He's, yeah. he's sandbagging. He's a very intelligent yeah. individual. Right. <laughs> Jeff, he, when, he, when Biscuit texted him, he's like, let me start up some trivia stuff before coming on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kevin Ollie made his NBA head coaching debut last night. Struggle face. He had a decent career as a role player in the NBA. What Western Conference team did he finish his playing career with in 2010? Yes, back. Go ahead. The Thunder. It was the Thunder. I knew that. I actually knew that one. one. I actually knew that one. <laughs> I might be one and zero, and I'm gonna just do my victory lap now because I might have. I told you he was sandbagging. Look at him. I actually knew that. Yep. One. All right, let's go. Uh, I'm gonna throw this because that was the last time I tricked Jeff with a uh, Green Day question. Let's go Radiohead here. Uh -oh. Let's do it. <laughs> February 22nd, 1993, Radiohead released their debut studio album. Name this album featuring hits such as "Creep" and "Stop Whispering." No way. Damn it! No way. You ain't gonna. You were never. You were never gonna ask me that. You just were never gonna ask me that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. He was never gonna ask me that. I don't have no idea. I, I own Both a pair. Just I know the song. I, I've, owned, I've owned several pairs of Birkenstocks. He wasn't going to ask me that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to throw the buzzer in there, Dave. The Benz. No, it's not the Benz. Yeah, it is. It's Pablo Honey. Oh, it's Pablo Honey. See, I got it wrong. Pablo Honey is the first it's one. Cool. The Benz is fake plastic trees. Uh, <laughs> see, I would have gotten yeah. it wrong. I, I'm I, too confident. It's too, I, I, you were just way too confident. I, was way too confident. confident. I love overconfident Dave where he's like, oh, I know this. And it's obvious. It sucks because it's also like... I own Pablo Honey. I'm, I'm sure you did. You seem like a Radiohead guy. I'm an early Radiohead guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go back to sports. 
yesterday was the anniversary of the miracle on ice when the U.S. upset the Soviets. Who delivered the famous line, do you believe in miracles? Yes. Uh, gas back. Go ahead. Bob Costas? It's not Costas. It's not a bad guess, though. It's a good guess. Aaron? Aaron to stay alive. I, th- I think I did. I'm a- Dead. So, uh, yeah, I have no idea. No I idea? Not even a guess? Know. Okay. Nope. Do you have a guess, Aaron? No, I don't. No, I don't. No. This one, Al Michaels. Al Michaels. I calmed my brain down. My next one was going to be Musburger, so I was going to get it wrong. It's really sad yeah. that I didn't get Pablo Honey. Like, it was, I wasn't even on, like, it's not even my question, and it's still yeah. going to bother me for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's like, oh, I know. The funny is when Dave buzzes it early, and it's like, I know this. It's like, wait, you were too early. And he, like, didn't, <laughs> he didn't finish the question. And there's like a part where I tricked Dave in the question. But uh, yeah, it was, that was Al Michaels. We do have one more up. Our guy Yoda is up next. Yoda, how's it going? Yoda. What's happening, fellas? Yoda. Let's get it. I'm going out to Jeff. You're going to Jeff? Yoda. Let's do it. All right. I thought I heard him say biscuit. I, I did it first. Okay, let's go. What's up, biscuit? Hey, do it, buddy. up. Yeah, we love Yoda here. Okay, I'll go start this one with uh, some pop culture here. February 24, 2017, Jordan Peele made his directorial debut with this horror film that won an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. Yes, back. Yes, back. Jeff, Jeff, yeah. oh, Jeff had <laughs> just an infraction there. It is get out. I don't want to be sure. I just to throw the question out because Jeff buzzed Je- in. Jeff did buzz in first, but and Yoda you said the answer. answer. <laughs> I think we might have to just throw it out. No, that's good. That's good with me. That was a good one, though. I'm sorry, Yoda, but. I knew that one. Yeah, yeah I, I knew that one. Too. <laughs> All right. I knew we had to let him finish the question or what. Was- <laughs> I still can't hear people like scraping a spoon against a teacup without oh, being yeah. like. I'm thinking yeah. that. <laughs> All right, let's go. On this day in NBA history, this player became the first player to reach 25,000 career points. Name him. Not given the year. The year might be way too obvious on this. Let's do gas back. Is it Wilt yeah. Chamberlain? It was Will Chamberlain. 1968 was the oh. year he. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the first name that popped in my head, and I didn't even say it. I swear. Uh. All right. Okay, okay, go question two now, since we threw the first one out. On this day in 1999, Eminem made his major label debut. Name this album with hits such as. Yes, my- back. Go ahead. Yes, Marshall back. Mathers LP. Incorrect. Oh, Name this album with hits such as My Name Is and Role Model. Yoda. Uh, it's, it's Eminem. That's the name of it. It's Eminem. That's the name of the album. No, it's not self-titled, Dave. It's the Slim Shady LP. It, it was the Slim, Slim Shady, Shady LP. Slim Shady, yeah. Man, I, I yeah. wore that album. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marshall Mathers the next the year. Yeah, it was one yeah. of the two. Yeah, it was one of them. I yeah. know Marshall Mathers was first. Yeah, either way. Yeah, you got it. Jeff's up one. I got one. I mean, if I have to go through another question, I can find it quickly. Texture says, did Yoda just die? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I will preface this with, I think there's no way in hell Jeff gets this. So Yoda may be able to uh, steal this or Jeff just goes away with a win. profiling. (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't even know this one. Dave may know this. Uh, Star Wars question. Let's go. Uh, Star Wars. I, I did that once and you missed it. Oh, Yoda. Yeah, Bradley Noel would have turned 56 yesterday. He was the lead singer and guitarist for this 90s band before his tragic passing in 1996 at the age of 28. Name the band that he sang for. That's Bradley Noel. Yeah, I'm going to just guess. Gas bag Nirvana? No. Kurt Cobain. Nah. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that won't actually do it. <laughs> I still say this often, but that was a terrible guess. <laughs> But that was a terrible guess. That was just god awful. Uh, Is that a country singer? I will not confirm the genre this guy sings. Yeah, I just Uh, thought. California. I just thought band and I thought rock. That was I just went to like hard. hard I don't blame you. Just throw a band out there. I get it. It's all good. Yoda, you have a guess here? Uh, uh, 
Uh, gas bag, uh, Motley Crue. I don't know. No, Dave. Gets boys to men. It was sublime. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for playing, Yoda. I mean, I wasn't against boys to men. Like, I just thought I guess, like, like, something that wouldn't. He said Jeff has no idea. I was like, cool. I just don't have any idea. So let me go as far away from He's what? like, all right, well, let's. White guy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, Dave may know who this is. Yeah. I, I barely know Sublime. I'm like, Dave probably has uh, a couple, couple Sublime albums. I did have a couple Sublime albums. Were but you obviously sad? That uh, didn't help me with Radiohead. <laughs> didn't help me with Radiohead either. Uh, were you sad when Bradley Noel died, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was. There's a lot of cl- there's iconic songs from Sublime. Iconic. That's our homework, Jeff. Is to go listen to Sublime. NSFW, but you know, do some do some Google searches. That's right. Some Apple Music play playlist. <laughs> oh man, that was a was that. Do we have any extra questions? No, that was it. I was a little off today on the. I was short on the questions. Did you write nine questions. Ten. Man, <laughs> usually I try to go like twelve to fourteen a day. It's just been it's been a week, Dave. You know how it is. I understand. It has been a week. Like yesterday, <laughs> we have. You know, Ennis is having connection issues down in Florida. You're having connection issues down over at Noble Funk. Um, we got we got to break this cycle. Yeah, this hasn't always been the case. It just feels like lately we have been a little bit snake bitten. Mm. It's not. It's never. Got to fix it. It's never. Not good. Not good. Well, Jeff, you you won one. Hey, I finally can check that off the. You know the, the bucket list. He was, he was sandbagging. Like you, you didn't hesitate. Shout out to so Kevin Ollie. Shout out to Kevin Ollie. I knew Ollie. the Steve Nash one too, though. But it wasn't my turn. I didn't know that Thing one. Is, I, like I, that's one of those ones I knew, and it brain fart time. You know, like yeah. uh, you Kevin know? Ollie, Will Chamberlain got me through. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Just Kevin keep Ollie, going dude. with the NBA question. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I never would have thought he was coaching again. He played through 2010. I know it so, is because he won a national title in 2014. 14. <laughs> I mean, years he, later, he hit he hit the bench at Connecticut, and a couple of years later, he won a title. It's not bad. That's wild. It's not bad at all. Now he's coaching the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> was he coach. on the bench in 2011 too? Did he go straight into Connecticut? Yeah, I, I think, think he, he I think he, he went straight to Connecticut. Two rings. There you go. He missed Shabazz Napier. Because Napier was a freshman on that first title team. Napier. (laughs) Talk about somebody just like people talk about Kimball Walker's run, but at least that team was better. Yeah. And the biggest was deeper that year. Yeah. And they were a good team, legitimately good team. Shabazz Napier. We beat them by 30. Yeah. (laughs) Beat them by 30 right before the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, We waxed them. Yeah. Right before the tournament. Three wins over them that year. Yes. And those three wins were like an average of 22 points. Okay. And they had over, if I remember, they had overtime with St. Joe's in the first round that mm-hmm. year. They almost lost. They, that's how the term is every year. This, you can look back. It's like, man, that first round matchup, if it goes the wrong way, like someone's doing the, uh, like, Sophie's Choice, not Sophie's Choice, uh, Sliding Doors moment. <laughs> Those are two awful movies to mix up. <laughs> like, Sliding Doors is like, if FAU loses to Memphis last year in the first round, how things are different. I, I'm gonna. <laughs> she I, just I, accidentally dropped Sophie's. I mixed up two sports radio. I mixed up two movies here. <laughs> Sophie's choice so and sliding like, doors. They couldn't be remotely different. I know. At least you didn't like conflate them and say like Sophie's doors. Sophie's sliding doors. choice. Sliding choice. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. Oh my gosh! But yeah, the sliding doors. Like if FAU had lost to like Memphis in the first round at last year. Because we like we love Dusty May because he made the Final Four last year, yeah. but they were just as close to losing the first round as anything. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of how how it's been with some Final Fours. Look, Bayheim had I think two different Final Four runs out of the first weekend where <laughs> we was, thought he was just dead to rights. Yeah, like, like last four in type of teams. Yeah, <laughs> like last four in type it's of an teams. Eleven seed. Yeah, and one of them <laughs> just. Uh, March is different. That's what I love about March. That's what makes it fun, man. That's what makes it fun. And that's why I keep saying there's going to be a Dusty May this year. Like, there's going to be someone who has a decent team or maybe even a good team we're just not talking about as much that makes a run like, oh. And then you actually Google them. Let me look this coach up. It's like, oh, man, he's won 20 games last three years. Porter Moser was that a few years back with Loyola. And then a couple years later, they beat, you know, Illinois in the second round, make the Sweet 16 again. And he gets the Oklahoma job after that. I mean, that was kind of proof of concept after that second one, you know, where it's not a flash-in-the-pan uh, Final Four run where he can take that same type of team to the to the second weekend again. Yeah, like Shaka had the one, hasn't been back. And I think Marquette's a good team. I thought last year they had a chance to go far. I'm not going to write him off. Like, those Texas no. teams, that's the last one where you, 
got upset by Albert Christian in the first round. They never really had the roster, I think, to make a deep run. I think I'm glad you brought up Shaka because I, I think uh, he's where he wants to be. Absolutely. He's in the, the right state of mind and the right physical state in Wisconsin yes. where he feels at home. He's not necessarily in the conversation every day, you know, where he would be at a Texas, a bigger school, even though Marquette's a better historical program. Texas is really a bigger job yes. than Marquette. Way bigger. Yeah, and, and you play elite basketball in the Big East, and you're a top 10 team this year. Yes. Without having the same level of pressure than one of these other jobs. Without question, because at those type of, at a Texas type of job, you have every resource imaginable. And that's why the pressure's there. Yeah. It's like, okay, we hired you. You've had success other places. Now we're giving you all the NIL resources, facilities, et cetera. I expect that success at your other place to translate into actually be even more. Right. And yeah. that's why, like, you release yourself of that or relieve yourself of that when you go to a Marquette who didn't have the pressure, the Longhorn Network, all the stuff of a Texas, but can still, you can still win there. And that's what he's proven because you're in a great a rich, basketball conference. Right. And you still have a rich history. You know, Al yes. McGuire, uh, the 78 championship. Uh, you know, Tom Crean. Bob, Tom Crean. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Wade yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Robert Jackson, man. People forget about him on that team. <laughs> Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is a player at Marquette. There you go. <laughs> they had Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler at the same time. They did. Yeah. They did. That and team they, was wild. That team also blew a uh, pretty big lead down at the Yum Center. They did. With those baby blue jerseys, which yeah, are. So clean. The baby jerseys with the uh, yellow and navy blue accent. The yellow accents accent. down yeah. the side. I just they're they're disgusting. Eighty one fifty ninety three nine is the phone number. Thirty eight thirty one ninety three nine is the UPS jobs text line. Um, <laughs> this guy's trying to sing Sublime on the text line. He says, "I do something." <laughs> Santeria. He said Sangaria, which is not right. <laughs> Something crystal ball. I had some money, but I spent it all. I don't remember the lyrics. <laughs> Fair enough. Go home and listen to Santeria. Uh, Texas says, my son's middle name is Bradley because of Sublime. One of my all-time favorites. That's awesome. See, that's that's my generation, though. Yeah. You know, that's that's you guys are a little younger. Yeah. It's understandable that, that Sublime is not a part of your... But again, Radiohead is part of my generation, and I still messed that one up. Screwed up Papa <laughs> Honey, an album that I still own. <laughs> At least you didn't say like OK Computer. No, I mean I know like, it goes, uh, yeah. you know, Pablo Honey, the Benz, or the the first two, and I just I'm an idiot. Texture says <laughs> I really think it'll be interesting if McDermott makes another Elite Eight or a Final Four. I could see him shooting to the top of the list. If that happens. Look, I think McDermott should be near the top of the list already. Yeah. If he's willing to leave Creighton, I don't That's know if thing. he is. Yeah. It, it Typically, where there's smoke, there's fire. And with all of these different reporters actually throwing his name in the mix yeah. in different jobs, Ohio State, Louisville, whatever, et cetera, that makes me think that he's he himself, his agent, whoever, are putting the feelers out. Like, hey, we would be willing to move. So let's have some conversation. Yeah, maybe he's ready. And and that's the thing. Like, he's been there for a long time, and this feels like the first time where his name is actually being thrown in the mix with some of the biggest job openings across the country. So that makes me think he may be willing to you know, make a move from Craig. Yeah, I mean, like you said, whether smoke, there's fire. Agents are either looking to get their guy a raise or they're looking to maybe see what's out there. And yeah. McDermott's played it pretty close to the vest for so long that I don't think that he's just – with the relationship he has with Creighton, that he's yes. just trying to to play them for for a raise, but we'll see. Uh, he's definitely a name that should be be in the mix. Um, yeah, this is the drive on ninety three nine. We'll get into a couple. Of, I have a few more things I want to talk about on the other side, Jeff, um, including maybe we'll touch on the uh, NCAA football game. Hey, we're gonna, gonna talk fun. about that a little bit. Absolutely. All right. See you on the other side.